Welcome to Made For More Podcast. I'm so excited to be chatting to you today. I'm going to be sharing with you today a bit of a random story. You're probably going to be like, um, this is a bit of an overshare, but there is a reason. There is always a personal development lesson behind my random stories, however random they are. And this came to me the other day and it really made me think, oh, I really want to share this with my audience because I think it makes a lot of sense. So back in the day, the day being 2008, I was living in London, times were hard, I was performing but really struggling to like get a show and I was going to all these auditions and if you don't know about performing, you like you could do 20, 30, 40, 50 auditions before you get a job and it costs a lot of money and you have to get a singing teacher and go through your music and you know it costs a lot of money to do all these things. So I got a part-time job, what always happens when you're performing is you get a job in between your, your shows. So I got a job um, at a strip club. So my friend had started working there and she was like, babe, I'm making so much money. You should totally get a job there. And I was like, no way. There is absolutely nowhere on earth I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strip. And she was like, no, 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 I'm waitressing. I'm literally a cocktail waitress. I'm making loads of money. They tip really well. And you know, it's a really, really good job. You just work in the evenings. You've got all day to go to like dance classes and do your auditions and stuff like that. You should totally try it out. So I was like, oh God, okay, I'll give it a go. So anyway, I got this job at this strip club, told my mum and dad that it was at a, like a members club, a very exclusive <laughs> IT members club, because they were suddenly like, where are you getting all this money from? And honestly, I was making so much money at this strip club. So I was just like waitressing and giving out cocktails and giving out champagne and serving like that. And obviously because I wasn't stripping, I was like forbidden fruit. So the men were like, just kept tipping and kept wanting to chat to you because you were kind of like out of bounds, if that makes sense. So I really worked the system really well. So I used to get extra tips from the strippers because if I put water in their shot glasses instead of like tequila, they would tip me because obviously they would be trying to get their clients uh, really, really drunk. So they would pay them more money. So they'd keep ordering all of these shots. And if they, if I put water in their shot and told them which one it is, then they would give me like an extra 50 pound tip. Also, if I got them, you know, the high paying clients and I took them over to the strippers, then they would give me an extra tip and vice versa as well with the actual clients themselves. If I, you know, set them up with one of the good strippers or one of their favorite ones, um, they would give me extra tips. If I put them somewhere, you know, sat them in a special little room or area, I'd get extra tips. So I really, really worked the system. And honestly, I made so much money. And this time in my life was my pure hustle days. You know, I was working from eight o'clock at night, I'd start working until three o'clock in the morning. Then I'd go to a dance class or auditions in the daytime. Um, but it was good. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. And I remember I actually started doing some work for one of these regular clients that came in. So this guy had a um, massive IT company or something and they had a stand at a trade show and they wanted some pretty girls to stand there and you know, like hand out flyers so he said would you be interested in doing it I was like yeah yeah sure so promo work is something stupid like 80 pounds a day but you're handing out flyers all day and I always did promo work that's something that you always do in between shows and I was doing this promo work and we got chatting and, you know, he was really like opening up about his business and stuff like that. And yeah, we just got on really well. And I was telling him all about my dancing and the fact that I was, you know, trying to audition, but it cost so much money and everything like that. Anyway, 
over time I got to know him a little bit better and only as friends obviously and one day he after we'd been talking about an audition that I had coming up and um, you know I was really hoping that I got it and things like that he sent me a message in the morning and said you're way too good for this job you're way too smart I really want you to get out focus on your dancing make sure you go to all your your dance classes you know get out of this sleazy club and focus on your dancing p.s check your bank i looked in my bank and he put five grand in my bank to like get me out of the strip club and it was such an epic moment like i literally remember it was back in the day when you actually didn't have um internet banking so i remember it was first thing in the morning got my got my jacket on ran down kentish town high street that's where i was uh, living, at, living at the time ran down kentish town high street queued up checked my bank balance and it was like five thousand and one pound 24 that's like i was literally always living on the breadline. even though i was earning all this money i just spent all this money so yeah so he paid me this money and it's this actually sounds like a really beautiful story that i then like left the strip club and went and you know pursued this dance career and it was all you know hunky-dory and that is what i did but first of all i didn't actually spend the five grand <laughs> on my dance career i actually paid off about a thousand pounds worth of parking tickets because they really accumulate in london that can happen really really quickly so i paid off about a thousand pounds worth of um, parking tickets gave my best friend a grand and then um took myself and all my friends to amsterdam for this really bougie weekend so um yeah that gives you a little insight into my spending habits and as soon as i would get money i would literally spend money straight away but the reason why i'm sharing this random story with you is that the other day my friend messaged me and she said babe i'm going to the shop is there anything that you want or want me to get you and i was like yes can you get me some of those baby wipes those baby wipes with the you know the white ones and the green and i said oh actually get me any baby wipes you want um just not huggies because they smell like a stripper's fanny <laughs> And she was like, I don't know if I should say Fanny on this podcast. If you're American, you're listening to this. Fanny means different to Fanny in the UK. But anyway, smells like a stripper's bits. Um, and she was like, what on earth? Why do like baby wipes smell like a stripper? And it just took me straight back. So there's these wipes, these Huggies wipes that all the strippers used to use to like, you know, have a little clean up before they'd go out and do their do their little set. And um, whenever I smell that smell, I'm instantly transported back into that time. And it's kind of like, you know, when you're younger and you get really drunk on your first, like your first time getting drunk. The first time getting drunk for me was on Apple Sours, the shots. And anytime I smell it now, I'm transported right back to that moment. And um, it's just such a strong smell. And it made me think of how powerful smells are and how it can completely take you back and when i smell those huggies wipes i remember the mindset i was in i remember my life at that time i remember my friends at that time i remember everything like i literally get transported back into that time and it really made me think about um manifesting because i was reading jane gottlieb's book i interviewed her last week for my podcast i was reading her book about called be seen and she talks a lot about manifestation and one of the most powerful ways of manifesting is when you can put yourself into like your happiest state or put yourself into a state where you 
feel like you've already achieved what you've achieved or you feel like just happy and pure and like really good energy in yourself. So she said, take yourself back and think of a time in your past when you were truly happy, when you felt excited about life, you felt, you know, hope and you were just, you could feel, you know, those, those moments where you feel that joy in your bones and you're like, oh God, this feels good. So she told us in that book to go back to that moment because that's the most powerful place to start manifesting from. So when you can get yourself into that place and that story that I read that book and then literally the next day is when my friend asked me about those wipes and that story just really reminded me how powerful it is with smell and sound. So if you're struggling to manifest, I know this is a really roundabout way of telling you <laughs> how to manifest, but for me, it was a real wake up call of like, you can put yourself in a state so easily by intentionally putting yourself back there by having a smell around you, by having a, a person around you, by putting yourself in a situation which makes you feel like you're back in that place of happiness and that, that kind of internal state. And I just wanted to share it with you because if you're struggling to manifest and you're trying to manifest from, you know, where you are right now, maybe right now you're stressed and you're uptight and you're feeling anxious and you're feeling like you're trying to grip onto everything because you need things to happen. If you're in that state, you're never going to manifest something good from that state. So if you can get yourself back into a state where you felt happy and calm and pure and hopeful, that's going to be a much better state to get that in. So think about what that time was and what was around you. What were the smells that were around you? Maybe it was you at your grandma's house and your grandma always baked these certain cakes and that smell takes you back to that place. But I know, for example, my mum always makes this bread pudding and the smell of it just takes me right back to my childhood. So long story short, very long story and random story short, I hope this gives you an insight into you know, my past and all the kind of crazy things that I did to get by back in the day and, you know, how to keep earning money. And I've always been a hustler and I will literally work the system in any kind of situation that I'm in. Um, but I just thought it might make you think, hmm, what were the smells? What were the things? What were the things that can take me back to that state where I can manifest at my highest level and where I really felt like the happiest and most confident version of myself? So, I hope you found that helpful. And if you didn't find that helpful, if that is just the most random story you've heard, then if anything, I hope it gave you a little laugh today where you can think about me and, um, you know, just work in the system in that strip club. You've got to, you've got to do, <laughs> you've got to work the system, you know? Um, but yeah, it was an interesting, interesting time. But I hope you have a wonderful day. I cannot wait to bring you more stories like this. If you love this, make sure you subscribe, share it with a friend. If you think anyone else would find this funny or find this interesting or someone else is like struggling to get into that manifestation mode, um, then please share this with them. And thank you so much. I've loved chatting to you, even if it is the most random overshare and I'll probably regret sharing this. Um, and when my mom and dad listen, they will probably be quite appalled by my behavior here, but you know, here we go. <laughs> we live and learn. Thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Bye.